Well, I hope you've uh, been encouraged by what you've heard so far this morning. I certainly have. Some fantastic testimonies and some things that I didn't know were happening. I mean, I knew we were having an, uh, a holiday club at the beginning of the summer. I had no idea it was going to be called Wonder Lab and linking with science. Fantastic. That sounds, I mean, sounds great. <laughs> I was just really excited by that. And uh, just wonderful to hear all these different stories of what's going on. And of course, our vision as a church is to be followers of Jesus, sharing the goodness of God with everyone. And that itself is what you've been hearing about this morning. And that vision is inspired uh, by Acts 11, where there's that reference to the unnamed witnesses who, by sharing about God, that's how God uh, grows the church. So do check out Acts chapter 11 for that story from 19, uh, verses 19 onwards. It's that unnamed witnesses sharing faith. And for us here today as unnamed witnesses across our city sharing God's goodness, we're actually being who the church here was first created as. So our church started in a household three streets down in Covent Garden. It was a group of Christians from another church who in their household said, right, we want to reach the railway workers. So right in who we are as a church is that desire to share faith. It's quite extraordinary, isn't it? All these decades later, that's still informing us. And that's why our Barnabas communities are so important to us in the, the life of our church. And it's brilliant to see the, what's, and to hear what's happening through the communities. It's great to have launched uh, COGS and Belong this morning. Uh, the organic nature of communities means that while we're launching some in this last year, we've also had one that's naturally come to the end of its life, and that's family life has now finished. And I want to give huge thanks to John and Karen Halls and Catherine and Chris Hayhurst, who've been leading family life over these years. And it was just recognizing that in this last six months, it's time that family life fin finished and a new vision grew from that. So my huge thanks to that leadership team. And uh, I'm also really grateful to uh, the two student communities. Uh, we've had two student communities, one representing Anglia Ruskin and one representing Cambridge Uni. And they have decided this year to, this term, to come back together. So they are now called Unite and they've now formed one community. Uh, we've, we're a church that reaches out to this, uh, this amazing amount of students that we have around us. But I think it's, it's fair and right to say that without a student worker in place, it's been a challenge to develop and grow this work further. So we've planned to recruit a student worker. Uh, that's part of what we're uh, doing in this uh, next six months. And that's a really key plan if we want to see more students being discipled and released and more student communities being formed out of that. So do be praying about that. Overall, with that, our Barnabas communities uh, have grown in this uh, last year from 140 to 180 people uh, from, 200, uh, from 2018 to 2019. And that's a like-for-like -like comparison. So that's really encouraging that we have 180 people in our Barnabas communities. And one of our uh, aims for this year was that as many people in our church as possible connect and are part of Barnabas community. So we're on track for that, but there's always room for more people to, to join, uh, to get involved with uh, Barnabas communities. 
And uh, as part of that, we're uh, on a Friday night at the, church, at the vicarage, we had a taster event uh, because we want to bring a new uh, challenge to people to be part of an, a missional adventure and to form new communities over this next uh, year. And that's so that we can reach different uh, people in different contexts across our city. So we've put out there a, a challenge to a new uh, missional adventuring, and that's going to involve some practical training as well, uh, to, which has been tested in other churches uh, that I've been linking with, and we're bringing into our church as well. So do, if, you're, uh, if you weren't able to come to the taster evening and you're still thinking, oh, I'd like to hear more about that, uh, where we're all together again on that is on the evening of June the 10th. So do come along to that or get in touch with the office. We can give you more information about what's happening there. One of the key ways we grow is through uh, our friendships and through our people of peace. And again, with our communities, we've seen the number of people of peace connected with communities double, uh, more than double from uh, 20 to 60. And that way of connecting with people and recognizing who's open to hearing more about Jesus is so key as we want to share. And it's what Jesus himself did and our vision for uh, this year uh, was uh, based on John chapter four. And are these words uh, from uh, verse 39 to 42. This is the Samaritan, the people in the town of Samaria speaking to the woman at the well. And she had gone and shared her faith with them after Jesus had um, spent some time with her talking at the well. And this is what these Samaritans said. Many of the Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I've ever done. So when the Samaritans came to him, they urged him to stay with them and he stayed two days. And because of his words, many more became believers. <clears throat> they said to the woman, we no longer believe just because of what you have said. Now we've heard for ourselves and we know that this man really is the savior of the world. The effect of the woman at the well sharing her encounter with Jesus inspired her townspeople to seek him out, listen to him, stay with him and then reach their own conclusion that Jesus is their savior. Just to give an up-to-date example of that, I've uh, just heard this week of somebody who is part of a sports team and she invited uh, one of her um, fellow sports players to come uh, to Alpha. Uh, that person was able to come to the first evening of Alpha but then for a variety of reasons couldn't come to the rest but said to her friend I really don't want to have to wait for another year for an Alpha so uh, she uh, so the friend thought about that took that back to her Barnabas community and the upshot of that is that that Barnabas community is going to start an Alpha tomorrow night um, and they had a bit of a prayer about it and they thought well yeah we'll invite our friends but why don't we just put that out to the whole of the sports team so they prayed and put it on the WhatsApp group for the sports team. Six of those people have expressed an interest in going on the Alpha tomorrow night. Isn't that amazing? Fantastic to hear that. So Lord, uh, bless that. But it's an unnamed witness. We're all part of this. We're all part of sharing. You've all got stories where in workplaces or at school gates or at studies, you've been able to just share those little little stories and we're finding that people are becoming more curious about 
our lifestyles and what it is and asking that follow-up question, why do you do that? I heard of a young couple recently being asked by their friends, why aren't you living together before you get married? What's that about? Curiosity leading to that openness to be able uh, to share faith and the reasons around that. I heard of somebody else who who's, had been blown away by people in, their church, in this church and their generosity and was sharing that with friends. And, they said, and the friends were saying, well, why, why does your church do that? Why does that community do that? Starting to see that sort of openness going on. And that great connection with Alpha is giving us a place where people can come and really explore faith, that dovetail between communities, the conversations that everybody's having back into Alpha. And part of this last year, we've had invite services in the morning, uh, once a term, to invite people into, to give that opportunity to hear a clear explanation of Christian faith. And the evening gathering has had all year that sense of invite your friends into this, come and hear more about God. So this year, sharing God's goodness. One of the things that people have fed back to me as a, uh, is that people would really like to get uh, involved in social action. And we've been thinking about, right, how can we get involved with social action with mission in mind? And last week, Gavin spoke on Beesom, and we're highlighting Beesom as a great opportunity to, if you want to get involved in social action, but additionally, your friends are saying, I want to make a difference in the city. I want to make a, a, a change to what's going on in our city. Invite them to join a Beeson project with you so that we're serving the Beeson project and the people in the Beeson project, but we're also inviting people who don't yet know Jesus to join us in that. Beeson's a great opportunity to do that. Another opportunity that we're seriously exploring at the moment is the Cambridge Church's Homeless Project. And we're going to have an expression of interest evening here on the 18th of June. So if you are wanting to, uh, wanting to think about, okay, how can you reach out to people who are homeless? How can you make a difference? This organization does a fantastic work every winter for four months, putting up homeless people in churches uh, overnight. And we want to partner with that, and, but we want to do that again with mission in mind, where we're saying, okay, you may be in a conversation with a friend or work colleague saying, how can we make a difference to somebody who's living rough on the street? And you can invite them and say, come and do this with us in our church on that evening. So come to that evening if you want to find out more about that. And uh, we'd love to share uh, what what we would love to do, but we need people from St. Barnabas to be involved with it uh, if we're to take it forward. So do that if God is stirring you to get involved. Come to that expression of uh, interest evening. We'd love to tell you more then. And as uh, we said uh, earlier on, we have got this uh, morning coming up on uh, Sunday the 21st of July, Impact Sunday, where our aim is to be out and about all around the city in our Barnabas communities, uh, having a mission and events around people that we know, uh, connecting different people into and projects. And Danny is our uh, point person for Impact Sunday. So if you've got ideas going on around Impact Sunday, talk to Danny. Uh, if you're thinking you would like to get involved with a Beeson project, again, uh, get in touch with Danny about that. Uh, so Danny's coordinating all of that for Impact Sunday. And we're delighted that he 
uh, that the diocese is up for Danny Bean, our curate here from July, and delighted that the PCC agreed that we would fund that curacy. And for the first year of his curacy, he's going to be primarily working on children's work. You've heard some of the great initiatives that are going out there uh, with prayer spaces in schools. Uh, and that's going to continue, and we're going to have um, uh, more of that happening. I won't repeat all you heard earlier, but that's what I'm talking about, all of that new stuff coming there. And also, he's going to be looking at pioneering new communities in different areas of Cambridge. So some of the money that we're looking to raise in gift day goes towards uh, that curacy and goes towards the student work, uh, goes towards uh, that um, Kids Matter course, uh, goes towards uh, making some alterations to the Barnabas, St. Barnabas Centre so that we can host CCHP. Uh, so do, do be praying as we come into gift, sun, uh, gift day as to what it is that you can bring on that day. Also, during this year of SHARE, we've implemented changes around sustainable living, uh, taking steps uh, towards becoming an eco-sustainable church. You'll have noticed at Mill Road Fair this year, we didn't give out balloons. That was a deliberate choice because of sustainable living. Uh, we gave out recyclable windmills instead. And those are the type of changes that we're considering as a church and making sure we're putting that into practice. Uh, we've also had some great feedback from people who have booked uh, both the church and the St. Barnabas Centre. Uh, let me give you one of the bits of uh, feedback from Cambridge Carbon Footprint. I just wanted to say a huge thank you to you, Rachel, Aaron, and the whole team at St. Barnabas, that's all of us, for making our day with you for the Sustainable Fashion Festival so great. You were very accommodating of us in the run-up and were flexible wherever you could be. The venue was superb on the day, everything worked and looked nice. So many people came to church for the first time and said how wonderful it was. That's part of sharing God's goodness, that people coming for the first time are blown away by what's going on and how this place looks. Um, and coming up this week, we've got a returning customer from the studio floor. There's a six-day art exhibition. It's open to the public. It's in aid of campsite. So do come. You'll see a, this place comp looking completely different. And we've got developing relationships with local charities, um, we've got uh, local families uh, renting out the church, and we're really happy to see that, uh, as well as some of the corporate bookings that are going on. Thank you for getting the word out about our church is available to be uh, rented. Also during this year, we've launched a new website. I think we have uh, this, um, there we are, that's our new website, and it's just going through with the different pages that can access and the, the purpose of the new website is to have that external focus so people who don't usually come to church can easily connect with us. We're trying to use language that connects with people who don't usually come to church. And of course, it's for us as a church family to find out what's going on and what's coming up in the life of our church. So you've heard this morning a lot about new initiatives, communities starting up. So I'm Finishing this talk with this question, how can you get involved? How can you get involved? Well, firstly, of course, there's time. As well as committing to a Barnabas community, uh, there are many teams on Sundays that people here give their time to. And uh, we're looking for particularly more in terms of hosting and hospitality. Uh, do jump into that uh, evening that's coming up for that. 
Uh, it's a thank you to the existing, our current hosting hospitality, but it's also an opportunity to, uh, if you're interested in getting involved, come and have pudding and refreshments on that uh, evening, the 22nd of May. Also, we're looking for team to join midweek groups like the Ditchburn Fellowship and Barnabas Bears. So you can get involved by giving time. You can get involved by giving money. And we're so grateful for all of the generosity that we see. Uh, back in Har at Harvest, we raised over three and a half thousand pounds that go went to Toilet Twinning and Cambridge Church's Homeless Project. And we're thankful for the regular giving and the gift that gifts that we see coming in throughout the year. In 2018, we set a deficit budget of 13,500 pounds, and we're very grateful that by the end of the year, uh, we ended at 10,500 pounds. We saw God's provision through you and in other ways coming, coming into the church's life. For 2019, our budget is uh, 441,000, and uh, that is spread across uh, those areas, as you can see uh, from that a pie chart, and as we came into this year and we thought about all the things that we were uh, wanting to do as a church, uh, we prayed as a PCC, and the income that we've uh, projected for this year is uh, 422,500, so that means we projected an 18,500 deficit, and that is a faith journey for us, so do pray for us as we uh, for us as a church as we step out into that faith objective where our income at the moment doesn't meet the, the budget that we're expressing but our hope and our faith is expectant on God who is the one who provides. So part of our income, our projected income is to have this gift day. We have that as every part of our year and we have this very clear target for next week of 35,000 pounds, which is included in our income that we're projecting for this year. So let's be praying and do take one of these envelopes home. There's a really clear first, um, first piece there, how to give on gift day, which describes how to give online, text, check, card, cash, whichever way. And do come back next week uh, prepared to give as we're looking to step into all that God has for us in this year ahead. My year of share has been a bit different. I uh, started off in October bringing the vision to share and was looking forward to sharing all sorts of different things in my life. And uh, what I found was that I was being given an urgency by God to share. And the urgency was generated by the fact that my mum was really ill and then subsequently died. The urgency was generated by the fact that I knew that here was someone who I loved dearly who was leaving life on earth, but there was the confidence that she was going to be with Jesus. And I found that having stood in October and said, well, let's share that God upped the urgency for me because of that very personal situation. How that then played out was that I found myself being un-British in my conversations with people. 
Two conversations I remember in particular, I got a significant nudge from God, say more, say more. Uh, one of those people um, is uh, somebody who uh, stands outside uh, the vicarage having a smoke during her coffee break. And uh, back in October, I had a conversation with her uh, and uh, we'll call her Lucy and she works for one of the, the local workplaces around here. And we started having a conversation about coffee breaks. Um, and then one time I, I went over to her and uh, she said, I'm really upset because a friend of mine had died. And she burst into tears and we had a conversation. And I said, would you like me to pray for you? And she said, yes. So we just prayed simply on the street. And I was about to go back into the vicarage for my lunch and I really felt the Lord saying, no, you need to share that your mum's really ill. You need to share your place of vulnerability with her. So I did, and we got into a conversation, and uh, we ended up talking about heaven. We had two slightly different views about heaven. It didn't matter. Conversation got going from there. Then in, uh, in January, uh, her workplace's uh, car space had stopped for a few months. So she said to me, could I park at the vicarage? So in a year of share, you church would have said to me, share, Anne. <laughs> so I did. And I said, yeah, of course, use the vicarage. So she has been using that for the last few months. And again, more conversations have developed. And of course, when my mum died, we again shared that story. And she looked out for me. She's not yet coming to church. My prayer is that that will happen. But we are having that ongoing conversation. And I suppose what I wanted to share this morning was that it was, it's been a surprise to me, both the urgency that God has given me in that conversation but also it was the reality of that vulnerability that I needed to be vulnerable about where I, what was going on in my life. God uses every part of our lives, doesn't he? And it was in that place of vulnerability that we've really connected and I've really been able to talk about the hope of heaven and point her to Jesus in the midst of a really hard time for both of us. There's a gritty reality to faith I suppose what I'm learning during this year of share is a question that a number of people have asked me. How is it possible in the 21st century to navigate life without God? It's impossible, isn't it? There's so much going on. Let's take a moment to think of our lives at the moment. You might be like me in a place of vulnerability and challenge. You may be at a stage of adventure and excitement. God uses every part of our life and takes it to a place of hope, a place of thanksgiving, a place of confidence in who he is. And it's those stories that we can share with those around us. Let's take a moment to allow the Holy Spirit to draw to mind people that we've been sharing with. And let's ask for God's blessing. Let's pray for them that they may know the reality of Jesus, that they may get to know that living life with God with Jesus is the way to navigate life here on earth, 
here and now. Thank you, Lord. So come, Holy Spirit, into this quiet as we offer these people to you in prayer.